Your ears do not deceive you. You've just entered the Cryptid Creator Corner brought to you by your friends at Comic Book Yeti. So without further ado, let's get on to the interview. This is Brian O'Neill, your host for today's episode of the Cryptid Creator Corner. We're switching up a little bit today, trying to give you greater access to the wider indie comics community. So I have Dan Hills with Comics Wellspring hanging out with me to tell you a little bit about who they are, what they do, and what they offer. So thanks for joining me today, Dan. Yeah, absolutely great to be here. I'm glad you reached out. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, me too. Well, you've been super busy lately. Comics Wellspring has been hitting the convention circuit pretty hard. So how's that been going? Yeah, that's been uh, fun to say the least. Uh, you know, we we kind of jumped on that. So we, we were doing Michigan cons for a little while. Uh, and that was really fun. Not only did, again, I, I say it all the time, like not only do we get out there and actually meet the people that we service, you know, with printing their comics and actually meet the artists and the creators behind the books, but we're also there as kind of as support and, you know, uh, toward, towards the indie creator in general. I mean, we have a vision for the cons of the future. And I, I'm just going to say it is, it is, I want Artist Alley to be, you know, prominent at all these uh, these cons. And I think our positioning and where we're at in the industry, I think we have an opportunity to kind of come alongside creators in Artist Alley and really, really try to make that uh, experience a little more, let's say, uh, uh, to the front of the con, I should say, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so that's been really cool to get in, not only in cahoots with like the creators that were there, but actually the showrunners at the cons, because the majority of the time, they're they're just comic book fans. And that's, you know, we, we just got done with Baltimore and their team out there was just, I loved just talking with them and just talking about comics and their passion for Artist Alley and the creators themselves was just like, Honestly, it was just, it was shocking. I like, because, you know, I've worked with some cons before and it was quite the opposite, but they, them in particular, and most of the cons we've been working with lately have been really, really, you know, creator driven. And that's, that's the kind of cons we like to partner with. Because it, it's, I think, to bring the creators to the forefront of the con and make them be the highlight reel of, of people's experience at the cons is definitely part of our mission. That's for sure. Uh, so, so yeah, I, it was fun, exciting. I mean, we got next year's a boatload of new cons. We're going to go and visit and start communicating with uh, and trying to get uh, a sponsor more artist alleys across the U.S. So that, that, that'll be really exciting. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to see where, where this whole initiative goes in terms of uh, conventions. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to attend one next year and say hello. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Uh, so many creators we've met uh, and new creators we've met, uh, you know, it's uh, been so, I can't, I can't even, I mean, gracious, to say the least, they're honored to be even like talking to some of the people we talk to, uh, you know, and the, the kid in me, the comic book geek in me just like goes bananas when they get to go out to the shows and actually talk to creators about their their process and, and about their you know, ambitions and goals and how we can kind of like see where we fit into that equation and see where we can help. That's, that's probably the best part of actually going to the event. So, uh, just, you know, so many more to go to, we're, we're getting pounded and like, Hey, come to Austin. Hey, come to San Diego. Hey, come on. So it's, a, it's, a it'll be interesting seeing where that goes next year. And we'd love to meet you face to face, you know? Oh, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Well, let's tell everybody a bit about who you are. So where are you? 
how'd you get started, you know, as a larger printing company? What made you kind of decide to get into comics? Yeah. So, uh, well, Comics Wellspring is is Michigan based. So, you know, everything's printed in the USA. Uh, you know, we we have a, a place here up in Michigan, in Plymouth, Michigan. And actually, before I was even part of the team, Anthony started printing comics back in 2011. Uh, and, and basically, he he found a passion in it. Uh, I mean, his dad, Tony, the owner, uh, the other owner, he he's been in the business for 42 years. Uh, so that knowledge and then Anthony had the spunk. He came in and kind of looked at comics and said, oh, like, this is really fun to do. I mean, obviously, if you're in print and you have passion for print, comics are probably the most fun you can have when it comes to printing. Uh, so, so yeah, he found a passion for it. And uh, they started kind of doing it on the DL level, kind of just like here and there and word of mouth started spreading. And then basically obviously and then COVID hit and that, that but but it kept ramping up and that's where like I was telling you before the show was beautiful because when it ramped up then that's kind of where I was involved and and when I came on board basically we just we just took you know marketing and, and our brand approach to being like not only the go-to comic book printer for creators but also someone who can understand them uh and, and how important each project is. So, so there's there's a lot more than just printing here. It's it's more of like, are we being as passionate as the creators themselves in in handling this these these works of art? And and that's kind of where I feel like that's when people started getting that through customer service and and the fast turnaround and the quality of each book that's printed. Uh, I think part people started getting it, and and that's where where we kind of obviously grew so astronomically. Uh, so quickly but uh yeah so so it started in 2011 we printed comics and now now today it's like i've told you before it's 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 definitely a, a prominent service and you know overall i mean my focus is straight comics well spring so that that that'll tell you one thing like i'm the chief marketing officer there and, and comics are like where i'm focused so it's definitely uh kind of our turning into our pride and joy and uh yeah, and, and it, we we have no idea where it's going, but we're happy to see where it is, and we're happy to to just be a part of this industry and do what we can to help it grow. We we know there's a ton of growth possibility, and we're all about that authentic storytelling, and that's what we get here. But that's what the the great part of it, it all is, honestly. With the growth, I mean, I think all of us have have experienced sort of the as collectors, you you guys more on the business side of it, kind of the log jam of of printing delays, you know, as a, as a, I have a background as an artist myself, having done a pretty significant volume of printing more in the realm of a flat wall application than, than, a you know, comic book formats, but I guess I just know enough to be dangerous, but I'm curious where kind of that backlog in, in the printing log jam came from, you know, is it, is it not enough mills? Is it a paper shortage? Is it a reappropriation of mills? Is it all the above, you know, like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of the, all the above. So here's the thing. Uh, there obviously there's no doubt about it. There's a paper shortage, and that's due to bigger things that we that were a part of. You know, uh, obviously on, on a larger scale. But uh, Anthony, being the great entrepreneur he is, uh, we haven't really obviously paper has gone up, but we've never raised our prices because we know it's just it's that that. 
that's just that's just not in our direction of where we want to take the brand. If every time we get hit by uh, an increase in price, we're not going to, you know, put our tails between our legs and let that draw on, on lay that over onto the creator themselves. So we try everything in our power to not like raise our prices due to, you know, uh, a paper shortage or, or, but to kind of feed onto that point is basically Anthony's, we, we don't really have a shortage of paper where we're at. You know, let's just leave it at that. We're we're pretty good to go. Anthony's a very smart entrepreneur. He made things happen, and we got paper. That's the thing. Uh, but however, due to other printers not being able to access paper, uh, yeah, we've we've got a lot of customers who've come over from other printers because of the paper shortage. So so there is. It's obviously affecting us all. I mean, it's you know our margins, you know, shrink when paper prices go up like but but that's that's but we have faith in that that the industry will turn at some point and and you know if we just keep to our guns and who we are and our, our brand position and and stick to our values uh we think you know in, in time that will all you know it'll it'll be the benefit for us uh in general uh but again it's it's we're seeing it a lot affect a lot of other printers and, and we're seeing it because those creators are coming to us is you know delays the shipping so i'll be transparent and basically just say we have had a couple experiences of very small delays uh but again we got a smart leader we have a smart leader that makes that adapts quickly and, and as soon as we see a hiccup in, in some sort of system flaw or production flaw we we're all over it fixing it because again uh one of our core values is is you know the fast turnaround and and we we don't want to shy away from that or turn away from that any like ever so uh if there's a way to make things run smooth and you know mitigate those delays then then we're all over it so we we kind of felt it because that we were bum <laughs> quote unquote bum rush uh, for a second there when the paper shortage kind of started really taking effect to printers and we did experience that but now we've set systems in place that we're, we're trying to keep our I think our, our standard turnaround is 14 days but realistically i don't think very many creators have ever had to wait that long uh especially with lightning rush and all that stuff uh so yeah it there's definitely there's definitely some some uh some complications in shipping and delays and stuff like that but I think we've handled it very well, and uh, I, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, you know other printers start catching on and, and doing it as well. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it has an effect to like a, any other business, but I, I don't think I don't think we have much to worry about, and I don't think creators do either. So uh, I think it's going to kind of level out hopefully next year, and. and I think the bigger problem is shipping in general, shipping costs, and you know that's a whole different conversation. But sure. uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's I think that's that's about my answer for that. Well, one. as a newbie to the ecosystem and hearing fourteen days, I got to that's that's fast. I mean, oh, that's, that's really yeah, fast. We were we were there, you know, before things started getting really crazy. You know, obviously, with any business, when you grow, you're going to experience growth pains as i like to say growth pains and that that a ripple effect causes a lot of things so you like your systems that 
weren't ready for such quick scale, they feel it. I mean, and then you've got to pivot and adjust uh, your systems to, to be able to handle the workload. And that's kind of where we are in a sense. I mean, it, it's not like an overnight thing. So, so yeah, uh, but we were, we were pretty down point with getting it less than, you know, a lot less than 14 days. Now we're, we're kind of, we're still at the 10, 11 day. And yeah, there's there here and there they slip, you know, it's especially, and this is a great platform to talk about it. This is a, especially if there's delays in proof approval and, 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 and getting your proofs. I like that's as a creator myself. I try to stress that all the time. Like your your proofs are so important, uh, physical proof. So and the communication to get this quickly, uh, this 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 done quickly is is critical to meet those fourteen days. So so it's it's always important to get approved, but also be be very very quick on your your approval process and review process because that'll all help the turnaround time. And that's uh, but but overall, yeah, we we feel the we feel the. Uh, uh, the volume increase, but I, I don't think it's really affected us too much in, in the delays in, sh- uh, in shipping out. Okay. Well, I mean, proofing goes right into my next question. It's like when a client comes to you, says, I want to print a comic book. Okay. I'm a newbie. Walk me kind of through the process. So listeners out there who are thinking about launching a campaign, yeah. you know, have a feel for it, can plan for it. What's it look like? Yeah. Well, uh, there's different types of creators and you and I probably both know this and you know there's there's the creators who who know how the process works but they're just obviously they're interested in like how the printing process works but then there's you know there's a different type of customer that we get you know that approaches us a lot and it's it's the people that are working on an idea for their first comic and so that was one thing that i really wanted to capitalize on in terms of like being uh, uh being helpful uh so we we it depends on what, how the question's phrased from from a from an interested prospect of a, a creator. It, it would be, you know, either this is my first comic book. Where do I start? Or we get this a lot. If I write it, will you guys draw it? I mean, we don't draw comic books, but but we get that asked a lot. Wow. Um, but 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 what I did was create a nice resource library and I and we're building it up on our website. And so it depends. If there if there's their first comic, I would, you know, I would explain to them like, well, my customer service team would explain to them basically, like if you need help with the creating process, we have great resources for that. And not only that, now uh we, we're trying to create more resources to really explain the process of like from creation to print. Uh, and, and obviously there's distribution and marketing and all that stuff, which we'll dive into down the road. But right now it's it's really trying to show that the, the barrier to entry isn't isn't very isn't very uh, ridiculous. Like it, it's it's definitely achievable for anyone who really doesn't know anything. So I would say the the, the resources probably are the number one. Then the people who want to print, who just want to understand, look, I already got a comic book. I just don't know the printing process. So Obviously, we have our, our instant quote, which which we always direct. Like this is to give you an idea of how much this is all going to cost before you start pressing go and like trying to get stuff printed real quick. Like this is this is somewhere where you can check out all the different specs, all the different features of what you want your comic book to look like. Uh, uh, that would be one take. Is that get your pricing right because that the budgeting is the biggest part uh, as a as a creator, especially if you're trying to do this as a 
side project or side hustle, what they say, you know, uh, your small publishing. Or the other avenue would be like order a sample pack. Uh, we we actually just redid our sample pack. Everyone in Baltimore got got their hands on one, and I, I really poured a lot of time and energy and, and thought into this new sample pack because at first we were just kind of just a mixed match of stuff we were sending out. Uh, but every now now everything in our sample pack not only serves as a as a physical example of certain type paper stocks and certain certain types of specs and 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 designs and stuff, but also it's every piece of Every piece of the material that's in the sample pack also has a, it's utilitarian. There's a tool on it. So I think one of them is, is you know, one of our cover paper examples, for example, would be, I think it's a, uh, it's a page count guy. Because one of the biggest issues we see is like, in comic books, saddle stitch is divisible by four. Like, and, and we get many comics coming in that, that aren't. And, and they're like, well, hold on, what are these white pages at the end? Usually our pre-press is really quick to let them know, like, okay, first you need divisible by four, so we need two more pages. Uh, but uh, but but I I think the sample pack should not only show them what everything feels like and looks like, but also should have teach them, teach them the process so so they know what they're walking into, they know how to because it's all about speeding up the turnaround and turning production quick as possible. So if we can educate as much as we can on, on the entire process and give them the tools to understand how to prep their files correctly, how to how to finish a comic book and, and have the proper page count of bleeds that, you know, there's a bleed guide in there, there's a color guide, there's there's a lot of useful tools in there. Uh, then I think those are that's the sample pack I would want. You know, that's the sample book I I, I would expect especially from a comic book printing company. So, so that's, that's the other avenue. So it's, you got your free price quote, you have, you know, your resources, and then you have a sample pack. So you get the ins and outs of what, what you're walking to. I want creators to be prepared as they start, you know, printing comic books. Like one, one thing is like, of course I would promote printing more comic books all the time, all day, every day. But if it's your first comic book, and you don't really have a game plan for selling your comic books, you know, uh, having a small run is, is very smart to do. That's that's kind of why we like having, uh, you know, and we don't do print on demand for, that's a whole other conversation, but that's, there's a reason behind that. But we do the minimum quantity, which is plenty enough to get the get the word out, send them to family, send them to the people that you, you know, care about who, who want to support you. Uh, so, so, the idea is educating, but also making the barrier to entry very easy. Uh, and that that's kind of, in a nutshell, that's that's how we approach new people who are, you know, interested in printing their first comic book. Uh, obviously, then there's other tiers, people who are already printed many times, and, and they're just coming to us. So, you know, we tell them about our promos, the kickstarting campaign, you mentioned campaign. So, uh, I mean, the first thing I would say, save the money, save the money, just, just do the you know, the promo, the kick-ass with crowdfunding and, and do that just to get some savings on that. And then, yeah, jump on the resources and price everything out before you start launching that Kickstarter uh, so, so you're not budgeting incorrectly. And then at the end, you're spending money, which you shouldn't be if you're running a Kickstarter. So, uh, uh, yeah, that, I think it's just, it depends on where the creator is on their journey. Uh and then we kind of tailor around. I mean, that's why we 
pride ourselves on our customer service because it's you don't first of all you don't get an answering machine. Uh, second, everyone's different, so we got to treat them, you know, differently. We got to walk them through. It's a again, if it's your first comic and you're about to drop, you know, a couple hundred bucks, it's like you you want to know that you're doing things right and you that the, the, the printer is is there to help you when you have any questions and, and that's kind of what our approach to it in general so again it, it just depends on where the creator is is there a, a sweet spot for anything in terms of let's say i'm trying to put something together and build it and okay obviously we're trying to work in divisible by four you know is there a specific page limit that's ideal or if we get to print run x then costs start to drop yeah, significantly yeah. you so know those those details so yeah um a would be uh the page count i mean we recommend i i think it's i have to look on the exact number but 60 uh it's maybe 64 don't quote me on that uh, but but yeah, then we would recommend you know obviously pick the square bound, the glue bound. Uh, we did have someone who wanted a forty-eight page square bound. Here's the thing about that. I'll, I'll demystify that because sure we can do it, but the problem is when you get to that thin of thick uh, thin of book, the glue on a glue perfect bound doesn't necessarily have enough flat surface to stick, and, and sometimes you do get. Uh, the 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 spine detachment. So, like, I would always recommend, you know, uh, if it's under sixty, you know, pages or sixty four pages, it's a you stick with the saddle stitch. Uh, I mean, forty eight or forties in your forties, you're playing you're playing a dangerous game, but at the same time, it could not, you know, it could be turn out just just fine. There's just that. That disclaimer that you have to be there that because glue again it's like the more like anything the more surface you have the tighter it's going to fit I mean the stronger it's going to bind so uh, yeah the sixties uh, I think it's sixty four it, again look it's on our website but it, it's something like that so but then the other question yeah we have price breaks uh, two fifty five I think it's five hundred uh, you know every time I don't know the exact numbers and what sure. but but yeah. Every time, I mean, and it's automatic. So when you're doing your quote, there's a price break after 250, 500. I think it's like, maybe maybe it's every 250. Uh, again, uh, I'll, I'll have to go back and check. But yeah, of course, there's there's always price breaks. The more on anything, the more you order, the, the cheaper it is per unit. Uh, and we try to be, we try to be, uh, uh, you know, as gracious as possible and, and, and as giving as possible when it comes to that. Uh, so. Again, we have very competitive prices, I would say. Uh, check Google. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And you can, so you guys clearly do saddle stitch stuff. And yeah. I, I didn't even realize, you know, you did more of a a trade sort of yeah, trade thing. Back, square bound, perfect bound. They got many different names. But yeah, yeah. It's soft cover, you know, book basically. Uh, you know, we haven't dabbled in hardcover yet, but uh, it's on our it's on the horizon. But we we don't know where that when that's going to be. But uh, yeah, so we do trade paperback. We actually uh, that that's actually grown significantly over the years. We got binding machines, of course, and we got everything uh, set up like that. And we again with our commercial side, you know, the Greco side, they they uh, they do a lot of manuals and books and promo things for bigger companies and stuff. So. 
So there is there is a, a level of expertise uh, with with the perfect bond or, or trade paperback uh, that we've we've been you know we've been doing for a long time. So uh, again, it's 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 something saddle stitch. Obviously, they're number one because comic books. But uh, yeah, we get a lot of unique graphic novels at different sizes, different shapes, and yeah, it's really fun to see though. Well, let's say I want to I want to fancy my cover up. I want to do like a, an exclusive tier where people yeah. get some sort of embellishment on the cover. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit something extra. So what can you guys do on that front? Yeah, so that's a good, I mean, first off, our paper stocks, we have so many choose from. Uh, my favorite right now is, is soft touch, soft touch paper. Uh, it's got the matte look and stuff. Obviously, they, they have it. Certain art style fits really well with that. Uh, we do extra high gloss, UV gloss, of course, uh, and that's that's to give that really, really glossy and uh, wet look. Uh, it really makes the colors pop. But also, one of, that's really gotten big is our foils, uh, foil covers. So uh, we do uh, full foil, which is kind of like that. The whole paper is basically foil, and it, it's kind of that silver shine. Uh, underneath the artwork it's really cool i i wish i had examples right now uh, the movement might change in my studio around uh but uh then we have uh holochrome which i think most people are pretty familiar you got that iridescent light the rainbow look uh and i think right now we have the title but uh it's not the lava iridescent, but it's it's the basically the pattern lines, uh, which which really looks cool. Uh, but yeah, the, we have examples on our website too. But holochrome is a really popular one, and then we have spot foil, which is really fun because you got to do a little more work for it because you got to add an extra layer to your artwork. But spot foil, you can choose wherever and uh, wherever you want to foil. And that we saw we've seen some very very unique stuff. People get really creative with how they use spotful. And there's a variety of colors to choose from. So, uh, and you can mix and match. Uh, so, so that's always fun. I think we did our own custom comic book. Let's see what I have here. So maybe this isn't the one, but yeah, we did our own custom comic book and we had some spot foils with like some reds and like some greens and like, so certain things, aspects, uh, uh, you know, really stand out uh, we had a couple of unique ones uh lately people are getting really creative with it and you're you're right it, it's those higher tiers that you know as a as a or a uh you know exclusive comic uh, like exclusive editions and stuff uh those are our three primary and uh, can't say we offer it yet but we tested it out at the con and we had a couple of books done and uh uh, uh UV rays. So that is basically, again, I wish I had a, uh, a example, but that is basically like, as it says, you know, as it, it implies, it's raised from, you know, we've seen kind of like, you see business cards like it, mm-hmm. kind of like wherever there's ink, it's, it's kind of raised. So we did our comic cover with our character jumping out at, you know, at the cover and, and he was raised while the background was flat and it, it was very cool so that that's something that we're we're exploring right now and actually we're talking about getting the machines uh so so we'll we'll, we'll confirm that uh soon but i mean the feedback so far is that everyone loves it and we love it so why not do it <laughs> so so that's that's another feature uh 
again, and then, then there's just multiple paper stocks, screen papers, self-covers, sketch covers, all, all the unique fun things. But uh, yeah, always looking for more. We, we dabbled in metal covers a little bit, but it's not on the site, but it's definitely something on the horizon. You know, we listen to the creators when we talk to them and what they really uh, want uh, in general and what 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 the word is in the industry of what, what the next, everyone just needs, everyone's working really, the bigger the industry it get, gets, the, the more you're, you're competing for attention when you're a creator. So they're looking for more unique ways to show off their comics. Uh, you know, obviously like, uh, you know, other size, unique sizes and custom sizes always always stand out to people too. Because we have our like five primary sizes, but but unique sizes, uh, you know, custom horizontal books and stuff like that. So this is plenty. There's so many things you could do to make your book really more unique to you and your your style and your approach. But uh, and again, we always can jump on the phone and walk people through. You know our opinions on their artwork and, and in terms of like what we think would look really great with uh with their covers because we see so many and we see what works and you know what doesn't so uh so yeah that that's i would i would love to always talk to creators on, on where they stand and like what what the next thing is that we can look into so yeah yeah, that was kind of my next question. You know, what innovations have happened in the last few years with printing technology? I think you just mentioned the rays thing, you know, yeah. and I yeah. know color gamut has gone a long way than it yeah. has like a, just even a decade ago. With so with the, you know, digital printers these days, they're just so, they're so amazing. I, uh, obviously compared to like the older, like uh, offset printers and, and uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always changing. Technology is always evolving, and so 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 the printing. We have some pretty close relationships with uh, you know uh, print manufacturers, printer manufacturers. So so we're always trying to get the cream of the crop and see see what the next big thing is. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, there's nothing like nothing that hasn't been like seen before. I would say uh, so far. I mean, there's very unique, uh, like holographics and like, you know, 3D covers and all that stuff. Uh, that's, that's a whole different conversation too, because that's, that's, we get asked a lot, like, why don't you guys get into this? Why don't you get, because, because really the, the, the process behind getting a whole new, you know, special feature to add on the site, it's, it's, you got machines you got a lot of things you got to do to to make that happen and for one one person who wants it you know so there's got to be a demand it's got to be you know a ton of conversation around it and uh but but again it, it's always changing so we're always trying to stay out of the game in the printers again it's 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 crazy to see it over you know every every couple of months they're talking about you know looking at a new machine that does this and that and i and you know i'm not I don't really technically have a huge background in print. Uh, I I love it because I'm an artist, and it's just print art is just like obviously one of the greatest, uh, you know, the greatest stuff you can actually hold and see. And and uh, yeah, some of the things that and Anthony's that guy. Anthony's he knows everything ins and outs about printing, so he's he's always hey check this out. We got like a board cutter that was like we actually took. Uh, our cutout of ink or mascot to Baltimore 
and he's just this lifestyle, you know, fat head kind of cut out. Yep. And, and it was like, whoa, hey, like, when did you start doing those? You know, it's like, yeah, this machine and that machine. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, so there is like so many things that we don't even know of that are, you know, are coming through the shop and, and they're talking about. So, so uh, it's just the fact of getting that to the masses. It's, yep. it's a journey. It's a journey. Uh, and then, you know, getting it on the site and being available and, and doing all the product matrix in the background of that. It's, it's, it's a journey, but uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely evolving. Machines are making everyone's jobs a little easier too. So <laughs> as long as you're not in shipping, because you yeah. can make it, yeah. but getting it to somebody, that's a whole yeah, other ballgame. Shipping is an interesting conversation because believe me, we are, we are, uh, we are trying to, shift things around and, and uh, I'm not going to say ruffle feathers, but we are trying to find out where we can make a difference in that. Uh, Cause it's, it's hurting everyone. I mean, and these are third parties. These are, you know, shipping companies are coming in and taking money from every industry because they can, and they keep raising their prices and uh, it's hurting everyone. It's hurting us. It's hurting the creators, especially because they're the ones, eating a lot of this up uh, and, and i know the margins aren't very you know crazy for comic books in general so and then you're going to pay more to ship your comics and print them i don't think that's fair and, and honestly i don't think any of us on our team does so what we're trying to do we're trying to really explore creative ways to to for our system for our community uh so far to to really offset shipping prices uh one being creating a better network of of delivery hubs and and partnering with cons bringing comics to cons um, and, and partnering with comic book shops uh you know i'm you know i'll, I'll put it a stretch out there you know one, one thing i would love is to partner with comic book shops around the country and and that have them act as as shipping hubs, and we could just drive our little box trucks. You know, you know, there, there's so many creative ways. I mean, we we can, you know, and then there's 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 the assault on media mail. Uh, media mail is been it's been it's it's an out of date it's an out of date uh, bylaw or whatever you would call it. It's it's just ridiculous. It's we're we're past the so media mail, basically, in a nutshell, it's it's anything media driven, uh, entertainment wise, ships for a flat rate with USPS. And uh, I, I, I can't, you know, I don't know the facts of when this happened, but what I'm hearing was back in the '60s or '70s, they made it specifically a note saying all that's all media except comic books because of they say because of ads. But realistically, 90% of the comic books we see don't have ads in them, but they're still being claimed as, as non-media mail. So, so they're being charged way, you know, way different matrix of price for shipping. So that's what we're seeing now. We're seeing comic books have to ship UPS or USPS at a, at a weighted rate, which is so much more than, than a flat rate, obviously. Uh, so, so we want to figure out a way to like, how can we battle that? And, and we're, we're we're meeting weekly on on how we can we can be a voice in that in, in area because I don't think anyone's really really pressed it. 
don't think really pressed it. And, and the industry is growing so quickly. You know, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be, you know, uh, us to, to go up there and be the lead, you know, front of the pack to, to make some changes. And I think even if we make a little noise, you know, to get enough people behind us to petition this law, uh, I think that I think we can make some serious, serious change. I mean, just imagine, imagine everyone could ship at a flat rate. It's just the industry would grow even faster, which is, you know, and, and we could see creators would be able to do a lot more with the profit they make rather than dump it back into shipping, which is, again, it's an archaic law that needs to be changed. Uh, but it's not going to change unless someone does something or, like I said, ruffles feathers to make something happen. And, and that's kind of like where we're, we're trying to find where we fit in. So, uh, yeah. So we'll go on and on about the shipping problem, though. But but yeah, that's definitely something in our forefront, you know, our, our view right now in terms of helping creators and the industry in general, because that's what it's all about: the creators and the industry. The creators not growing, then we're not growing. Then you know, uh, then the, the cons aren't growing. Then the shops aren't growing. It's like you know, why why are we not all just trying to do what we can to support the creators? And and some are, some are, but not. I think we can get a lot more participation in that. So we're just going to be the loud, loud ones, <laughs> you know. And someone's got to do it, and, you know. So the squeaky, you know, wheel gets the grease. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know a lot of uh, crowdfunding campaigns are always looking for innovative things to add to those reward tiers. We talked a little bit about Chrome. I know somebody out there is listening already is like, ooh, ooh, I can get them to do a stand-up, which we're not promising that. But yeah. you know, what what can you offer them aside from you the comics printing? You can reach out and we'll we'll <laughs> try to see what we can do. But uh uh yeah, I mean, well, we print so much more. That that's that's this is a great platform because uh, you know, trading cards, I mean, everything that applies, not everything, but majority of things that apply for for a lot of our other like our books. Can be translated over to oh, like our posters and our we do a lot of poster printing okay. a lot of poster printing a lot of trading card printing uh a lot of uh i mean not so much but bookmarks are a big thing so so basically because greco can basically print about any uh comics we don't limit but on our website we kind of have all our, our our stuff uh we do our own custom shipping boxes. So uh, we do the actual boxes. Uh, I actually, and uh, you know, obviously I'm, I support Comics Well Spring, uh, but I like them better than the other prominent shipping boxes just because of the way they fold. But, but there's definitely, we do shipping boxes, we do sleeves, backer boards, uh, and all different, all our book sizes. Uh, we do, you know, obviously stickers. We do a lot of stickers. Uh, we double and die cut. Uh, so, so I mean, basically everything on tiers. The only things we don't really do is apparel, apparel and like uh, metal printing, like you know, pins and stuff like that. Uh, or we know some people that do. Like we have connections to do. So that's always a conversation. I always home too. But but majority of it is like if it's something unique and creative in, in the paper realm uh we can we can print it you know uh, there's there's so many different units uh you know oh, zines are big right now uh and 
maybe I'll slaughter the name. Is it trash trash can? Trash, what's the? Uh, let me look that up. I don't know. I wish I could save you. I'm not saving myself either. So it's okay. I want to say it's like trash can, no, trash can comments. Uh, I'm terrible. It's been a long day. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, besides the custom book sizes, I think that's a big one too. Uh, custom books, You're like uh, you got two small zines and and, and uh, novellas and, and all the different unique sizes. We do a lot of those. Even I think we even sell. I can't. I don't know the size, but I'm imagining it was only like a couple inches. It was tiny. It was like this little book, but it was something that they created as a sub project, like a sub story, and they handed out just at, at cons and stuff. It's okay, boss, but it's also very funny, unique. But yeah, trading cards is a big one. Posters are a big one. Uh, I mean, uh, let's see. I mean, there's tons, and and the whole thing is, you know, we we wanted to not. We don't want to just you know be the only place, but we wanted to be a one-stop shop. So the price can can you know so you can get a full price. You're not jumping over here and over there and over. There. We wanted really to help kind of like one make a one-stop shop for our customers. Obviously, like we do like you know the business cards and uh, <laughs> con material is a big one too. So retractable banners, vinyl, okay. banners, uh, tablecloths, uh, you know even desk. Uh, or tabletop banners those are always fun and we had a couple of those and uh we actually did we do sketchbooks too so we passed these sketchbooks out at at cons and what what's great about that is they're glue bound but perforated pages uh so so we handed so perforated pages are great for sketchbooks i i find it actually really useful actually we do this is one right here and and each page obviously i got the bleed we got a bunch of notes and stuff and everybody uh, yeah, the pages just rip out because we have a perforator, so really that that allows that. So that makes a really cool sketchbook. That's definitely some flyers, flyers too. I mean, you know, basically, like I said, anything with paper, we we kind of print on the site. There's a huge laundry list of. I mean, there's even coasters on there, canvas prints. Uh, you know, so the canvas is is here and there, more of the Greco side, but uh, we don't get too many with comics, but. Yeah, so there's there's tons of cool unique things. Obviously, there's 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 uh, specialty printers out there, that, like I said, custom pins and like all the yeah. on 3D printing stuff. Uh, but but for the most part, if it's if it has anything to do with your 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 crowdfunding campaign with paper products, uh, yeah, I mean, we do it. So and, and again, everything all the specs apply. So like one thing is I love trading cards uh <laughs> really love collecting trading cards but one cool unique one is uh we we did one with a bunch of foil on it uh and then the back side was matte and you know we do a lot of sketch cards uh so those are ice fun too so yeah basically a majority of it we we don't mind that you know if we're just printing your comics and your flyers that's cool and you go somewhere else for your you know, square bound, but but the fact of the matter is, like, if you need something outside of our our li our library of products, it's easy. All you do is email us. We'll we'll find a way to help you out. Uh, I think that's important to to know too. Well, what do you wish as a company people knew kind of before coming to you as that first time customer? Not man, this really annoys me. But like, what would save everybody basically that precious time? Yeah, I mean. 
With me as a person, individual, I would say not all business is best handled on social media. So <laughs> I would say visit the website. There's there's more than enough information that you'll get. Sure, social media will respond and we're fast and we'll, we'll talk. But if you want the you know self-directed education is so important, but especially as a creator. But if you want to know the ins and outs without spending so much time talking back and forth with someone, uh, jump on the website, you know, do your due diligence, look at what we have. Uh, I mean, the resources are on there, the price quoting's on there. Uh, and then it, approach, and, you know, and then you can reach out if you have specific questions. But I feel like a lot of people, I mean, me included, uh, you know, assume that the best communications is on social media, which which I, I beg to differ uh, because a lot can be misinterpreted uh, or or just, you know, if, if we didn't answer the question just, just perfectly, then it's gone by. But realistically, you would have been better off staying with us. You know what I mean? So, yep. so my, my thing is the website's there for a reason, not just to hurry up and order, but there's plenty of free knowledge and resources right on the website and, and that can guide you through it. Uh, so, so that that I think that would be my biggest thing. Just just check out the website before you just you know have a buttload of questions. <laughs> you know, again, social media is a vast avenue. Um, it's great for communication, but not 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 if you're trying to do your due diligence and researching companies and stuff. And then Google reviews is another great great spot to start. If you really want to get to know a company, just go check the Google reviews. Or just reviews. I, I promise you, you, you go on there, you'll see it, the best kind of proof in the pudding is social proof, and, and 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 that luckily we have something like reviews, like on Facebook and Google, that you, you can go in and verify them. It's not just some cookie cutter, uh, you know, uh, uh, corporate company coming over here just trying to take some money out of the industry it's we're we're, we're born and raised here we're, we're we print here we have a passion for comics and 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 we, we try to do what we can to serve the creator the best we can one of the things i really love just from chatting with you is kind of comics wellsprings approach to feels like a collaboration as opposed to me just yes. coming to you and like let me get you to print this you know yeah it, it's much more full service it's much more hands-on and, and if I understand correctly, there's some sort of discount, you know, kind of thing. If I'm planning on starting my my crowdfunding campaign, is this a banner? Like, yeah, explain how that works. Yeah, so Zora crowdfunding campaign, it's easy. Uh, you reach out to us uh, first, so we can put you on on our crowdfunding list. And basically, what you can do, we either send it to you or you can download it again straight off the website, which walks you through it. There's a landing, there's a there's a landing page on our website that you can learn everything. The, the, I try to make it as simple as possible, one, two, three step. But realistically, in a nutshell, yeah, you put put a banner on your on your page, and you know, obviously, you you message us say, hey, the banner's on there. But before you launch. So we know the banner's on there. We're launching tomorrow. Okay, cool. The banner's on there. You're good to go. We'll see you at the end. We, we wish you the best and, and hope you, that you get fully funded. And, and as long as the banner's on there, through throughout the duration of the campaign, you, you qualify for a 15% off discount on anything you print with us for that run. 
So uh, you you get a code and basically you know use it uh, on, even if it's not associated with the campaign. As long as you you know use it in a certain timeline, then yeah, it's fifteen percent off. That's a big discount, you know. You know, and uh, I, I think it's going to drop. I think by the next year it'll drop to ten, which was it was originally. Uh, we pushed it to fifteen during this this year because everyone is feeling the bite of, of uh, you know of shipping and stuff. So it was was something that we we just decided to take the take the hit on because it really is just a, not really a profitable thing, you know, giving you know the ma major discounts on that. But again, it's it's again it's it's all about like you said, we're we're here to partner, and as a creator myself. I would, I would have killed to work with a company that was willing to collaborate with me and treat me as a partner rather than the next dollar bill, you know? Uh, so, so that's, that's, we've really pressed that and all our team thinks the same uh, in terms of like, yeah, you're, you're partnering with a printer. I mean, we're handling your pride and joy. <laughs> we better, you know, you better have a partner rather than just a guy just servicing, you know, you're just another uh, number to them. So yeah, yeah. So there's that discount, the crowdfunding discount, and if you ever see us at a con, we always promote a discount when we're at the con. So if you ever see us at a con, you're probably going to get a card or a letter, and it's going to, you know, something cool, and, and it's going to have a discount code on it. So so we we are all about the discounts when we can, uh, because again, it's like you know, especially if you're first starting out, you're trying to get, you're trying to save money the first time. We're, we're investing into you in in a term in terms of like we want to see you come back and come back bigger, better, stronger. You know, with more books, more stories, because that's what it's about. You know, the underlining ideas that the best kind of stories are these authentic, unfiltered stories. Uh, you know, like Hollywood produces uh, the best stories I've read this year, or the best stories I've consumed this year were, were indie. Yeah, I, I gotta say, by by light years from anything I've watched, you know. So so yeah. we can get behind that and and promote that a lot more, uh, and and you know make the barrier to entry way easier, accessible to people just starting out. Then then hell yeah, we're gonna do that because we want we want to read more comics. We want to see better comics and better storytelling. Uh, consume the world so so that's we want to be that advocate and since we have this platform then why not well I, I think there's been a lot of discourse that's been going around about the independent comics community as an ecosystem and like how big can it get you know it's like will it be able to support this how far can it go and we were chatting you know before we went live and i think it's relevant to just kind of put this in perspective for people you know the the umbrella big umbrella of your business right so if you could tell folks you know kind of where you were and where you are now just to give them that perspective of like the growth of this industry because i think that that helps that creator who's like man should i really get in this space and compete with all these other people you know that kind, well, of, that, that kind of thing and and there's multi multiple reasons why this is should grow uh, this industry, uh, one of them being what you just said, uh, you know, obviously inspiration from others. I mean, uh, if if you see someone, I mean, people want to support creative ideas. Like, it's just, 
it is scary getting getting your creative idea out there and, and you don't get hits the first day or so you know and, and it can be because you put your you there's a there's a level of vulnerability when you're creating story and just putting all your effort into something and you put it out there. I mean, I believe me, I know. <laughs> and so there is this fear of like, man, what if my ideas aren't even like taken well anywhere? But realistically, there's what is it like eight billion people or whatever on planet? Believe me, there's going to be some neighbors of yours that are probably going to enjoy your story. Just do it. Just do it because the feeling of after, oh my gosh, there's nothing. There's nothing that beats that. Like you created something. I mean, it's like giving, you know having kids. You know, it's like that. That that's a, a magical feeling. But I mean, as a creator bringing your first book to life and people are reading it and enjoying it and telling you that I, uh, there's no better feeling. And, and the other aspect is uh, the more we start studying why comic books are so good uh, and important in the development of our youth, uh, man, there, there's so much to be explored there. Uh, I mean, there's this, I think there's there's this book called Unflattening, and it's an educational book. Uh, but but it's talking about the correlation between obviously how your brain works when you're reading when you're reading con- content and but also absorbing it through sequential storytelling. And, and something happens to both sides of your brains, kind of kind of like you know. Uh, kind of working together and, and the way you can absorb information and understand like the context of what you're, you're absorbing is a, I think there's something there that people are going to start catching on to. And what, that's why we're seeing a lot more comic books in, 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 in youth, you know, younger, younger uh, or younger generations, because there's, there's so much, there's so much benefit in it. Obviously it depends on what they're reading uh, and contextual, but, but, the idea of it, I think, is is being explored a lot more and, and finally being promoted, you know, across media channels of the importance of visual visual storytelling and how it can really help in terms of development and, and stuff like that. So, so there's there's obviously there's different levels of why they're so important, but one being, yeah, just just do it, just just do it because someone's going to enjoy it. I assure you. And if someone doesn't enjoy it, send it to me. I guarantee it. I, I I promise you, like, because we just moved, so I have boxes out there, probably about five to six thousand comics, indie comics. Wow! Because I would go into the shop and I would, you know, and I don't promote it because, yeah, I know, you, you know, people are trying to sell these things. So, but you know, perk of being doing what I do, you know, I get to for sure, them. yeah. And, and not only do does it, you know, it's it's enjoyment for me, but it, it makes me you know, have so much more uh, appreciation and, and like, like, you know, uh, just hum- it's humbling to say the least. Like, oh my gosh, you know, like these guys are pumping out these every day. Like I'm going to get up and work twice as hard because if they're doing this on their second job, you know, as their second side gig, I have no excuse to not work on that thing that I'm doing, you know, that, that side. So so there's 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 so many levels of benefits of just not only just creating but consuming comics and just yeah. So I, I'll talk all day about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, there's nothing better than reading a good indie comic. 
Well, that's their babies, and they're entrusting you with their babies. Yeah, and and that's that's yeah. You you get a level of responsibility, but also appreciation. Uh, so so it is a it's a I I got a dream job. I would say in, in terms of you know you know what what my interests are. <laughs> Well, speaking of babies, I know you've got little, so mm-hmm. we'll move towards wrapping up. Is there anything I've missed that that you'd like to add? This is your last chance to market yourself. Yeah, I mean, no, I think I've marketed enough. You know, like <laughs> I said, this is this is how I do things. You know, I can sell all day, but but to to really be transparent and, and be authentic as I can be of just really our passion for this. Uh, just just connect with us. That's all I got to say. Connect with us and we'll make you feel we'll make you feel like we're your partner uh, rather than just just you're just another customer. Uh, So so and I just want to leave this leave it at this. I encourage you to just just create, just create, just do it, just to do it. Even if I'm not good at drawing, I'm not good at writing. You know, I, I don't think that matters anymore. If you've got a story, just write it down, draw Draw whatever you can. Work with, I mean, there's a big industry out there of creators who want to collaborate. If your story is good and you believe in it, just make it happen because uh, we're seeing more and more people do it. I don't think it's that hard. And a lot of people don't. And if you never need help, always reach out. Always reach out. And then they can connect you with me and I can talk to you about uh, how you can create this book. So so just just create. That's all I'm going to leave that. Just, just get out there and start creating. I don't think I, I can couldn't conclude better than that. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, Dan, thanks so much for for hanging out with me today, carving out that time to give uh, people a little bit better understanding of you, your world and and what you guys do. Absolutely. And uh, Byron, uh, next time you're at a con, give me a heads up. Let me know where you're going and maybe we can meet you there. And yeah, work. absolutely. Yeah. Love to. Uh-huh. Well, I have quite a few friends running crowdfunding comics campaigns. I, and I can honestly say I have never heard anything but overwhelmingly positive feedback about comics wellspring so keep it up and i think you know if if we haven't covered it in this interview then i've been to the website there's tons of information there for people um if they're thinking about launching something so go to the website check it out and yeah give them a call yeah absolutely thanks (laughs) yeah well this is byron o'neill on behalf of all of us at comic book yeti thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time see everyone this is Byron O'Neill, one of your hosts of the Cryptid Creator Corner, brought to you by Comic Book Yeti. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of our podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. It lets us know how we're doing, and more importantly, how we can improve. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Cryptid Creator Corner, maybe you would enjoy our sister podcast, Into the Comics Cave. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.